When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning and welcome to another episode of I'm a Statman on behalf of Auto Know Better. I'm Luke and I'm joined with Andrew Dalton, aka Stats. How are you doing, Andrew? Yeah, very good. Thank you, very good. It's been a, a really positive week. Uh, great victory over Crystal Palace on, on Monday evening uh, to be able to the top 10 of the Premier League, which is unbelievable for the job that Marcello Bielsa is doing at Allen Road. And it's all looking very positive ahead of uh, an encounter against Arsenal on uh, on Sunday, and look, it won't be easy, Emirates, but there's an opportunity there for Leeds to part a real statement on, on Sunday afternoon. Couldn't agree more, couldn't agree more. What what was your overall thoughts on the uh, on the Palace performance? For me, it was it was probably our most um, dominant performance of the season, if I, if I may. Yeah, I, I thought from minute one to minute 90, we were on it, we were on the ball. I thought we were efficient. It was, it was probably our best performance of the season, to be honest with you. And it seems they've learned a lot of lessons because I remember after the game at Salis Park when I thought the scoreline sort of flattered Palace a little bit because uh, you look back at the Paddy Bamford goal, had it been allowed, it might have been a different outcome. But I thought we were on the ball, looking at they had injuries. But look at the injuries that Leeds have got. They're, they're without four or five players. So uh, they're doing brilliantly. They're doing absolutely a special word for, for Liam Cooper on, uh, on Wednesday. I thought it was magnificent. Yeah. Magnificent on the line. He's been magnificent all season for me. Yeah. Uh, it's very enjoyable and isn't it great at this stage of the season in the Premier League, you're not looking over your shoulder because everyone was worried at the start of the season, newly promoted side yeah. uh, and everything uh, like a lot of the so-called pundits thought that we get relegated, this, that and the other. We're what? 17 points clear? It's, yeah. it's amazing, isn't it? And there's it's a nice... Uh, it's, an, it's a lovely, sorry, my little has just walked in. Oh, bless. 
Uh, Come and uh, say hello quickly. Hello. Say hello, say match it on together. Hello. Lose, 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 lose. <laughs> Off you go. I'll be five minutes. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, no, I think I think I think you're quite right. I think I think we I think we've been quite lucky in respect that the last two teams we've played have had their biggest attacking threats uh, unavailable in Vardy yes. and uh, and Zaha. Zaha. Um, yeah. However, I don't think that's that should be any discouragement to, to Leeds and the performances we've been putting in. I think we've been no, absolutely fantastic. Um, what was your what was your prediction for the Palace game out of interest, Andrew? I think I said two. I think I said two nil. Either two nil or two one. Right. I'll have to double check that. With Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to look at that where when we play it back. But yeah, top not Palace didn't really have much of the ball, didn't have much chances. And and Leeds were on top of the game and perfect. I, I think we're improving every single game. And all these doom mongers that still exist amongst the, amongst amongst uh, the supporters groups. Hang on a second, we're tenth in the Premier League. It is unbelievable. You offered tenth yeah. after twenty two, and I put a stat out midweek saying we've got more points at this stage of the season than we did have when we finished fourth in the Premier League in two thousand two thousand and one. That is incredible. Yeah. Fully agree. I'm a stat man. Do you think there's a chance of us nicking a European spot this season? No, no, I, I don't think uh, we're quite at that stage yet. I think there's a way to go, and I think we've just got. And I know BLS will be keeping all level-headed and all on a, a level, even keel. That I think if we finish top ten, that is a phenomenal season, and then you build for next year. And I think that's what's what's vitally important as far as Leeds United go. So yeah, I think at the moment it's a bit of a dream, but you'll have yes, supporters can dream and, and what have you. Main thing for me is consolidation. See what happens in the summer, uh, and go from there. Really. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Cheers, Andrew. I'm a stat man. Great stuff. Um, so moving on to the game on Sunday, our four kickoff away at the Emirates. And how do you see that going? We've had, obviously had, had the injury news come out today that Phillips is is unlikely, um, yeah. but also on on Arsenal's part, they're without Partey and Tierney as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I hate playing. So I just want to play on a Saturday at three o'clock. But <laughs> at the moment, it's, it's the times we live in, so uh, can't complain too much. It's an opportunity, this, for Leeds, that I think they can go and cause Arsenal a few problems. They've lost the last two in the league. Uh, OK, they were very unfortunate at Wolves, and on the other day, I got something at Villa Park last weekend. But Leeds go into the game in, in good form. They've won three of the last four, and it's an opportunity to go to a ground that uh, we've had, what, two visits, and I'll come to my stats in a bit. Uh, three visits in, should I say, in the FA Cup, so our first league visit there. But it's an opportunity to put some pressure on Arteta. And I think we can surprise them on, on Sunday. I really do. I think, obviously, Phillips is going to be massive if he, he does fill the boots. But we did go to Villa Park uh, early in the season and we won 3 0 without Calvin. So we can win without Calvin. It, it makes life a little bit trickier because he's such an influential player. But there's other players, such as Jamie Shackleton, who can step into his shoes. Uh, I just hope that if it is a case that he doesn't play, that it's just a straight swap and we keep strike. At the centre back, he's been magnificent at centre back for me. So it'll be interesting to see the team news on uh, on Sunday about three thirty. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the only other thing to add to that is the London hoodoo as well. You know, we don't play, we don't tend to historically be do too well in London. I don't know if that's one of the it, stats you might come on to. It, it, um, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? December the ninth, two thousand and seventeen. Wow, We're that's the last time we won in London, is it? Yeah, it was yeah. that. Was it QPR? Yeah, Kimaru Patrick. It's it's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> whatever league we're in, whatever competition we're in, we don't. Once we cross the the M1, is it the M1 for London? I think it is. M- yeah, the, the Watford got M25 in it. Yeah, yeah. The we're, I don't know. I don't. Who knows? Uh, Newcastle used to do that, but they never won in London for so long. And then Bobby Robson, well, ironically, Bobby Robson changed all that, and they won at Highbury in 2001 too. So. Yeah, it's how many what we've got left in London after this. Then we've got Fulham and West Ham, uh, uh, and that'll be it. Thank God for another season. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, lads, I mean, just to echo what you're saying, it's a great position to be in. So just after the halfway stage of the season, yeah. Um, yeah. I think if, if as a Leeds fan, if you don't, if you don't, if you have offered a, any Leeds fan uh, this at this stage before the season kicked off, I think probably. 101% would have snapped your hand off. Um, oh, there was, so, there was The expectation for me that we just stay in the Premier League. Yeah. It was just think, stay up and consolidate. And we're well right. clear with that. We're 17 points. You're asking Fulham at this stage to win seven more games, six more games, should I say, than Leeds. And that's probably Leeds to pick up another point this season. And that's not going to happen. So, with every week goes by that Fulham don't pick a point up or don't win a game. It makes it hard. I think West Brom and Sheffield United are doomed. I know Sheffield United have gone on a little run at times. I think, and I could be wrong, they might have left themselves too much to do with the situation they're in. I think Brighton, Burnley and Newcastle keep picking up wins. Uh, Newcastle also beat Southampton last Saturday. And I think Brighton and Burnley will keep picking up points. And I think I'm, with that, that three after go, I think there will be Fulham, Sheffield United and West Brom. I think Southampton on a bit of a decline, though. You know they haven't, they, they've not won. I mean, yeah. they haven't struggled in the moment. They got one in the FA Cup, didn't they, uh, against Wolves this week? Uh, it's interesting to see how much uh, an effect that nine nil has on them uh, against Man United because to capitulate once, okay, sure not happen, but to do it twice in two seasons, unbelievable. And the visit Ellen Road, of course, uh, coming up down on the twenty third of February. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what kind of they are on the slide, but I just think they've got enough credit in the bank at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but there's always one team in there, there's always one team every season that comes from the park, whether it's for a Champions League spot to win the league, whatever league you're in, or, or slide yeah. down the table. There's always that one team, and Southampton just need to be a little bit careful. But I think they've got the quality in the likes of uh, Danny Ings, Ward Prowse, uh, is a brilliant free, free kick Fantastic, taker. Man. To stay, to stay in the Premier League, but it'll get to that time in the season, won't it? Once sort of February closes and we're into into the uh, the spring months, so that the days get uh, longer and the the weather gets a little bit better. We are into a Sirax Ferguson tight at squeaky bum time. I'm a stat man. So, um, so we've talked about absentees. Uh, obviously, n- mm. nobody knew back from Leeds other than other than Berardi back now in full training. Yes. Uh, don't expect him to feature at the weekend. Um, no. Uh, however, obviously Calvin potentially, probably likely actually to be to be out. Um, yeah. Arsenal got a couple of key members out as well. Who do you think it'll affect more? Do you think it'll affect us having Calvin out or them having having Tierney and, uh, and Partey out? It, it's difficult, isn't it? Because injuries nowadays. I was looking at I think someone Worthel put up on social media on Twitter 
this week, the amount of players out injured at the moment, I think it might affect both equally. I, I think Leeds, obviously, are, are such a, a, a well-oiled engine with, with Calvin in the squad, but we've got adequate replacements and Jamie Shackleton that could, could come in there and possibly play the role. Obviously, Pablo's still out at the moment. So they've got options. Arsenal have options as well. I, I did. I just have to say that I did love uh, Alioski's uh, words. I think on on the podcast with with Pepe. this week about Pepe that he can't wait to face him. So a little bit of needle in there. But yeah. look, it's all Arsenal football, isn't it? I'm a stat man. Right then, um, what we will do? We'll move on to your score prediction for for the Arsenal game on Sunday. Then come on, stick your neck on the line. Do you know, I don't know what to say from my head or my heart this weekend, and I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm going to go with my heart this weekend, and I'm going to go for a 2-1 Leeds win. I don't know why, and I can't get egg all over my face, but there's something a little bit of a confidence of Leeds at the moment. Okay, the Everton game, the, the players knew that the, the goals they conceded weren't the best, but they came back organs when they at Crystal Palace. I fancy us. I really fancy us. And I, I might be wrong. Uh, Arsenal are, are, are in a strange position at the moment for... For the last few seasons, well, obviously before before sort of uh, Unai Emery came in and, and now Arteta, they were so used to being in the top four at the stage of the season. Mm-hmm. At the moment, they're nowhere. And they're in a very strange position at, after 22 games. So I could be wrong, but I feel Leeds can go there and surprise them. Good, good. I can't remember what I predicted on, on the pod, <laughs> uh, but I have a feeling that, I have a feeling we'll, I, I think I predicted 3-1. Um, yeah, three one. I'm pretty sure of actually. Uh, I fancy us to concede uh, away in London, but I just think we'll, uh, as you say, we look a really well, well balanced side at the minute. Moment, um, yes. And in terms of like for like, I would like to see Stroke staying that stay at centre back. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. my change was um, would be Dallas to to Phillips's role, Central and then place. and then yeah. bring and then bring uh, Shackleton in, into the cent- right, more central yeah. role. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm a stat man. Right then, everyone's favourite part of the show stats. Come on, what you got for me this week? Uh, a couple of them this week. Uh, the, the the first one is, and I've, I've been doing a bit of a looking back and through the archives. Our top scorer in Premier League games away at Arsenal is Ian Hart. Uh, ironically, he scored three kicks in a two-one defeat in May two thousand and one. Another free kick in a victory in August 2001. And another free kick in May 2003 in a game that kept us in the Premier League. Our last victory on St. Valentine's Day was a 2-1 victory over Bristol City back in 2017. Uh, obviously, we've, we've, we've visited the Emirates, what, three times? Uh, one all in, FA, all in FA Cup, one all in the third round in 2011. 0-1 in 2012 and Thierry Henry scored. And last season, we lost by a goal to nil. So, yeah, looking for our first victory at Arsenal. I say Emirates because it's, it's, well, it's the Emirates, but at Arsenal uh, since that famous 3-2 victory that kept us in the Premiership in season 2002 to 2003. So, yeah, and obviously Luke Kaling goes back to his first club like he did last season because he started his career. Uh, with a young Cal Bartley, I believe, back at Arsenal back in the day. So, right. uh, opportunity knocks. And, yeah, it's a, a game that I don't want to keep bringing up the London start because I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> sick of it. I'm hoping the lads can put performance in on Saturday, on Sunday, uh, and get the victory in, in the caps on. It will be our first victory since December the 9th, 2017, if we're successful in the capital, which I hope finally we are. I'm a stat man. 
Fantastic, great stuff. Um, one little, th- one little, one little addition that that Adam added last week, which I quite like, was a little test for you at the end of every week's stats. So, yes. uh, so he, he threw, he asked you to name five players that play for both Palace and Leeds, and you so you sailed through that with considerable ease. So I'm going to ask you to do his name. Uh, can you name three goalkeepers that play for both clubs? Uh, John Lukage. Yeah. Do you count David Seaman? I would as well. He started at youth at Leeds, didn't he? He was in the youth squad. He did indeed. Uh, and Stuart Taylor, who uh, played for Leeds at the back end, obviously, when the Sick Note 6 happened. He also made his debut in the Bradford City game in the League Cup in 2014-15. Uh, and obviously, uh, uh, he, he played at Arsenal. I think he played some cup games in the league end of the 2000s or the late two, early 2000s. So, yeah, there's, there's three goalkeepers. I'm well sure done. there's there's more, but uh, there's a lot lot more uh, that I can think of. Uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Is any more goalkeepers there? I'm sure there's loads, aren't there? <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, sure. Have a think about it, and then yeah, I'll let you tweet it out later on uh, on on Twitter, yeah, and I'll get retweeted. Uh, no, David Seaman never met, actually made a first team appearance, but he did play in a friendly in the early '80s for Leeds United in the first team. But I know they don't count as competitive games. Fantastic. Thanks ever so much as always, Stats. We appreciate your your time and your insight and your stats and everything else that goes along with it. Uh, you enjoy the rest Fantastic. of your weekend. We'll go in and enjoy the rest of the, the rest yeah. of the game and you're more than welcome again to join us for a Bradian Coke. Also by okay. myself this week, you'll be pleased to hear. Um, straight after the game Fantastic. and we'll 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 have a look over, see what's just happened over the previous 90. Cheers, have a lovely weekend. Fantastic. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.
Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show and the Berardi and Coke after match podcasts. We have three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.